0: Hello, hello. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about one of the worst things I've, I've, I've ever done. This is really cool. So I'm going to kind of start off by just uh, getting a feel for the room. Um, I'm kind of the most dating person ever. Uh, like, ever. So this is what I want you to do. This is going to be awkward, but I don't, I don't know you. There's a weird, like, light on my face. I have the Beatles back here off of, the, like, you know, like and Hendrix. And so it's like, yeah, let's just, like... I don't know what I'm doing. This is weird. So, okay. So, really quick. I just want to, like, name a bit about, like, my life so you can get a feel for, like, who, who I am. And if, like, somehow a thing that I says applies to you, just cheer or clap. Just, like, get out of your shell for a bit. I get it. Like, just get, like, uncomfortable. We're, we're from dating. Some people are just like, oh, I'm weird. Get over it. Okay? So, um, I grew up. I went to Corpus Christi uh, perish my, my entire life. Yeah, I was in the weird charismatic group, group there as a kid. There you go. Yeah, weird charismatics. We got tons of stories. It's totally normal to like fake being slain the spirit as I did when I was 12. Um, that's a, that's a true story. I, then I, then I moved to Oakwood and with a one year stint in Beaver Creek. Yeah, there you go. Where's there's no one from Oakwood here. What the heck? I've said, heck, I'm going to really going to watch my language. Um, you've heard the podcast, you know how hard that is. Uh, So the girl that I dated in high school went to Alter. Oh, whatever. Get over high school, okay? Um, but But, like, besides my good friends at Oakwood, my best friend went to CJ. And then my other best friend was a huge nerd who went to Dayton Christian. And I went to, like, prom. Oh, that, no one said that, huh? A whole lot of Catholics here, obviously. No one wants a dating Christian because no one really believes. Um, and then heaven uh, haven't been to go to a school where reformed to evangelize. Um, and then um, dating Christians back in the day was real big on evangelization. I don't know how they are now. Um, what I, so I worked at, like, Dorothy Lane Market, the greatest place ever. What the heck? None of you know what that is. What is wrong with that? Yeah. So, anyways, I, I love being from Dayton, Ohio. People, when like you grow up here, you like dream of like leaving, and I did, and I and it was great. But I found that I love being from here. And people who don't think flight was actually invented here is full of it. And I've never, yeah, right. Like, s- screw you, North Carolina. I get so mad about that. Like, it was I was known as that guy in college. Like, hey, if you want to look like really mad, really, just it's very easy. Just talk about North Carolina. And I'd be like, yeah, you know what? They suck. They're liars. Uh, it was a huge thing. I get really angry about it. First in flight, my butt. All right. Um, okay, so now I need to stop saying jokes that are, are kind of halfway funny talk about the worst thing that I ever did. All right. Um, okay, so I want to t- – tonight is going to be a little bit, like, odd. So from what I understand, I have about, like, a half hour. I have no clock on me, so we'll see how this goes. And they're going to do q and A. I I love – Q&A. So I'm going to get to that as fast as I can because that's where I kind of like shine because I'm not good at pre prepared stuff because I don't, because I'm lazy. Um, so, uh, okay, so, so I want to talk about what is it like to like be like, God, like, why? Like, why? Like, this stinks. This sucks. I'm, I'm going to do my best to not curse. I'm going to try so hard. So you're welcome if like I can do it. But like sometimes, like, I think we have this thing where we're like, I should pray first. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Um, dear God, thank you for just the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of your Catholic Church. Thank you for everyone that, that is currently in this, like, room. I just ask that you, like, uh, please send your Holy Spirit down upon this, this room, that the words that come out of my mouth just um, are able to glorify you and that christ is shown in everything that goes on here tonight Uh, we pray this all in christ's name amen sing john paul ii Pray for us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, if I seem a little bit off, I was just out in D.C. All of the adult people we went there to talk about things, and not do anything. But we had a, some really great chats. That's what bureaucracy does—you talk, not a lot of action. Um, it's a funny joke that no one's laughing at. I'm sorry, everyone. There's going to be a whole lot of this. Okay, let's just get used to it. Um, so, and it was really cool. I met with all of it was like people from all over the country who basically have jobs like like me. And we talked about, like, what we were doing. And I was able to pray by this like, like, relic of John Paul II's blood. And I was like, how Catholic is this? I'm praying, like, by blood, like, to blood. It's super awesome. So um, if I seem odd, it's because I was, like, up late trying to, like, build a bunch of bridges that I burned based on, like, a podcast I did. So, uh, yeah, it was that one, everyone. Um, So, and I just got back from, like, a plane, and it was exhausting. So good luck. Um... I want to get awkward. I want to really unpack a thing with, with you guys, because I think we have to, have to, like, talk about If you're over the age of 25 and haven't been disappointed by God, live a little. Like, like, I, like, I mean, like, really serious. Like, live a little. Like, don't, like, if you haven't had issues, if you haven't been like, God, this sucks. Like, my dad's dead. Like, God, this sucks. Like, I got dumped. We were like, you were like engaged or God, this like, this is bad. Like, this is really, really bad. Like, where are you? If you haven't been in that point yet, um, ask yourself why. And I want to talk to you about like those points in my life and how it kind of came to a head about three years ago. So I'm an older a millennial. How many of you, I think you're all under the age of like 28, right? Like cheer if you're under the age of like 28. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Cheer if you're over that. Okay. A few of you. So, okay, So, do you guys remember how bad 2008 was? Yeah. Like, it was really, really bad. And I went to a school that I really love, but we kind of have this thing where, like, everything's going to work out because God, yay. And then 2008 happened, and I was like, no, it's not. Oh, my gosh, I am without a job. And, like, the economy tanked. This was right before um, we, like, found out that it, that it, it did. And so this is going to, like, age me. How many of you guys remember getting, like, Righteous B? yeah vaguely, yeah so I decided it to be really cool to work for a Catholic record label out of college because Steubenville, and um I like working with him, and I remember we and like we had to like stop it because you all stopped buying like albums because people stopped buying albums right r- around that point in time, and I was like okay god you've got a you've got a plan. I just gave up like a year of my life to this, but you have a plan, and then I was applying for like jobs, two job interviews, um just like, had, like, a phone call at, it was, like, at at a Catholic school. They did not call me back. Like, we, like, had the chance, sorry, we were, like, supposed to, like, have the phone interview, and they just never called me. It was really weird. Like, that's not Catholic. Um, And then I moved to Washington, D.C., where I just, where where I just was, and Getting a job was, like, really hard. And I was, like, God, I thought I was doing what you wanted me to do. Why is this so tough? And then I was hired to work on this on this huge cam, camp, campaign that I was really pumped about, and they lost all of their money. And I'm, like, what? I, I'm not a, like, I was, like, out of a job before I even, like, started the job. I was hired, and then it was, like, gone. And then I was applying for this school, and I was about to go to the last round out in, out in like, up D.C., and they just stopped hiring. And I was, like, what is going on? And then... And I, I, I have really just kind of felt like God was like, hey, um, sorry, you just tried to do some, some good stuff, but, like, you're an idiot, so have fun. And I was like, where are you in this? Like, this, I have some student loans. This is kind of tough. And, um, it, and it ended up I had to leave D.C. All, like, all my friends there, the community I had built, and I, and I, like, it felt like crap. It really, and I, I mean, like, I can honestly, I'm like, remember praying a really quick, like, novena. And then right when I was done, I got a call to, like, interview for this great job that I then d- did not get. You know, and I mean, I'm talking, like, right as I was done, the phone rang. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the stupid little stuff I'm talking about. And I picked it up, and it was, like, nothing. And, 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 I, and I sorry, and it was an interview. And then it led up to nothing. I'm like, "Where? okay, okay, it's cool. Like, um, this is getting really odd. I'm sweating because I was, I'm, hold on a second, because I'm from Dayton, and I sweat a lot, okay? It's just what I do. Um. <laughs> So this ultimately resolved itself with me crying with 20 Asian high school kids. I'll tell you why. That's a true story. Um, But, I mean, like, just, like, try to imagine being 25. You think you're doing God's will, and it's going to, like, be hard, but it's going to, like, work out, and it doesn't, like, really badly. And then I come home, and I'm on the corner of, like, Hathaway and, like, East Drive, out, out in Oakwood, which no one knows what that is. So I don't know why I just brought it up. And, um, and just, and like, really, kind of, uh, I felt God. So I got hired for a job out, out, out in, out in the, like nowhere. And I was about to like drive out there. And I was poor. I'm talking like poor, poor. I didn't have a cell phone. Poor. Okay, like really bad. And I just kind of felt God say, "Don't drive out there. Give your car to your sister, and like let your parents like buy like a plane ticket." And I was like, "Okay." That's weird, but it was like so it was like just in my gut, I knew this what God like wanted me to do. And then a week later my dad died. Like out of the blue, out of like nowhere. And had I not had I like not taken my parents up on that offer, I would have been in the middle like nowhere, driving across the country with like no way to no way to get in touch with my family. And the crazy part was like I never felt God more in my entire life than that like week. I can I, I can actually I like remember being at a field right over there. And being, like, on the phone with like, a, with, like, a couple of my friends and then being, like, hey, Luke, like, why are you not having an emotional breakdown because I'm a little hyperbolic? And they were, like, shocked. And I pretty much said, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I'm not, like, falling apart. I've cr- I, like, got choked up when the U.S. got, like, knocked out of the World Cup qualifiers. Like, I had to call my wife. And she goes, are you crying? I was like, no. Like, that's, I'm that guy. Okay? Okay. Um, and I don't know. I I, I, I can't explain what happened. God somehow was like, I got you right now. And like everything else was here like really bad. I was having them to move to place where I didn't really like know anyone. And I was angry. And I was like, why are my friends experiencing great community? And I'm stuck in like Eureka, California, which is driving across and like, going to your bridge straight for about like five for about five hours and you're in the middle of nowhere. And all my friends are like, I mean, but here's the weird thing. Was that somehow God still like worked and the and the and the job that I that I had after about like three years there, I was I can remember like hanging out. Um, it was crazy to see the impact I had on those kids and how God actually like worked and that it was hard for me to be able to step back and see the like and see the on a bigger picture because when cause when we are like young, I think we have this tem- we have a temptation to think like this is it. This is all that I have. I can't see past this. And it's as I've gotten like older, God has really kind of said, hey, idiot, take a step back. Look at the bigger picture of what's, of what's going on here. The impact I was able to have on those like kids. So I worked in a dorm that f- with, had high school kids from Eastern Asia, specifically China. And they basically kept us like school open in the middle of nowhere. And and we had spent like three years in the dorm, and when it was finally time to like say goodbye at the end of the year, these kids were. Like, I started to cry. The kids started to cry, and I was like, "This is why I had like God worked. Like it was hard to move past it, but then God really did like work. And so it was an incredible. I wouldn't trade that in for anything. Even though I felt like I missed out on like on the part of my twenties, because I'm not kidding. I lived in a, in like a dorm with a bunch of high school kids. Super weird. I've got crazy stories, um, like really weird things. Um, so, sorry, I'm kind of starting, starting to blab. So h- how did I get to this point where I had, a, like, an emotional breakdown and told God that I hated him? So I moved to Idaho and did some really cool things there. And I did it to, like, further my career. And I had an opportunity for a really great job back in my old school in, in California or to move out to Denver. And I was like, you know, God, I'm really tired of um, – I'm tired of being alone. I've been in really small towns. It's not easy to date in, in small towns because it's boring and there's nothing to do. Um, and I was like, I just want to go to Denver and just, like, be, like, a normal, um, be like, a normal um, on right? I turned down this great job, and, uh, and I moved there. And I, like, I, 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 when you move to a place without a job, especially when you're 30, kind of sucks. It's not really a good idea. And, um... And it was really hard, especially I was going to a place where 3,000 people were going there every month. So I'm competing with a crazy job market. And at that time, it wasn't really keeping up. And when your like, background's Catholic education, you're not really qualified to work at, like, a tech startup. It's kind of weird, like, like, like that, which is all Denver is. And I felt the call to go in the ministry and I was like, are you bleepity, bleepity kidding me? Like going in the ministry, that pays $25,000 a year. I'd like to pay off my student of loans. I wasn't talking to God, more like, more kind of just like myself because I knew what the Lord was really asking me. And I prayed in Ovena about it, and the next day I was called to ask to come to the archdiocese. Like, back home. And I was like, are you joking? I never thought I would have come back home, but I will for this job to do it there. And I worked with a guy named, like, Brad Bursa and Sean Ader, two friends of mine from, like, different times in my life. And I'm like, how do they know each other? That's very odd. And um, so, but it was weird because I was doing a job that had not really been d- d- defined. And I had given up two years of my life going to, like, Idaho in, this, in a really small town. This is going to sound like I'm trying to brag, but I'm not. But I basically, like, saved a school from collapsing. Like it's open today and it's like a Catholic school because of the stuff th- that I did. And that's just the rea- I, and I'm not saying that I'm good, I'm just saying that's just kind of like what and that's why I went there to do that. And I remember as I started my job here, I was like, "Okay, I feel like I'm prepared to do like I've been like this is it's all trying to build towards like this moment here." And I got here and there was no community at all. And I was coming from home in Denver where it was just, like, nonstop fun, 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 fun. And I was here, and I was like, wow, there isn't a thing to do. And all my family's gone, and my dad's dead, and I'm, I'm home. And I'm having to, like, confront the fact that this isn't home anymore. That, like, when I go here for a meeting, I can't go home because home doesn't exist. And, like, all my family's gone now, and I'm just like, what is happening? And then my job goes from doing this really cool, fun, hard stuff to make sure we have enough, we, that we have like, have enough, um, a pizza for encounter and I'm like are you j- okay and then and then it just was like that like over and over and over again and what happened was it was death by like a thousand paper cuts and I started to realize that like so I had some stuff going on that was really like God was try- kind of like let's just like I want to get to this stuff I'm like nope that is like off limits don't I don't want to go there and he kept kind of I think he was saying you but you kind of have to and I kept kind of holding God at like you know arms at really like arms length, and I was doing these things that really just felt like I, I like I didn't go to Idaho to come here to like uh, like you know to like run a bide and make sure we had like, that we had like kind of, like water for the team to add like a bide. As fun as that like, was, you guys have no idea what I'm, I'm talking about. But it was just really odd going from this thing where like you're like you know keeping a school open. I'm like like I raised over like a hundred thousand dollars in in like a year, and I like. All this crazy, all this, like, cool stuff happened. And I was having to go, do we have the buses? Check. And I was like, like am I dead inside? Check, you know. And um, so we had this event that, that we did. And it was over at the seminary. And I had to make the program. And if you know anything about me, I don't do graphic design at all. I'm kind of a verbal processor, Okay, uh, like this is me just getting stuff out. There's no plan for this. Um, that was a joke, uh, and um, so I'm there, and I like the program sucked. It was really bad because I'm not artistic like that, and I don't. And I had to print off compline. I didn't know what compline meant. I was a history major, not a theology major, and I skipped a lot of my theology classes because it was college, and um, and and I can kind of remember like Father like Ethan Moore at the time. He was a deacon, and he goes, oh, like, this is not right. And I was like, wait, what do you mean it's not right? It's, it's the like, liturgy of the hours. I went, like, "It's what, and he goes, no, this isn't right. And I'm like, I, I, I just was like, I'm done. Like, I'm, I, I, like, how did I go from, like, I'm, like, running a school to having to, like, design a program for an event that, like, 20 people are going to? Like, what is this? Like, and I don't even know what I'm doing. And while, And while I was there... One of my friends, he, he is a deacon. He started to talk about, like, how has God, like, worked in your life. And he went on and on. And I was like, God's not working in my life. And I was like, and I can't do a thing about it. I can't leave. I'm stuck. I'm, like, stuck here. I'm, I, you know, like, my, like, at the time, Anna and I were still engaged. Like, surely I'm going to freak out if I say, I don't know if I want to do this any, anymore. I'm out in Dayton. Sorry, I'm in Dayton. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, out, I'm out in Cincinnati all alone. Um, I've got a podcast now, I'm doing that's great, but if I don't believe how can I do a Catholic podcast, I'm stuck here, and I'm begging God to work, I don't, I thought I was, but I, I um, and I remember I felt like an abused spouse, I know it sounds odd, but I feel like i just gotten the crap I mean, I had gone to a place where there was no one, and I'm an extreme extrovert who doesn't like going outside. And I was, in a, I was in a place where the only, like, fun stuff to to do was to go, like, hiking. And I would rather die. You know, like, it's just, I don't hike. Look at me. This is not a hiking body, okay? This is, this is a, oh, you're in shape in high school. Good job. You know, like, that's, that's, that's who I, you know, I like comedy shows, and I like art and I like going to plays and I I'm, I'm kind of like a cultural like dude and not that going outside is bad but I could care less and that's like like all there was and I was stuck there and it was great but I thought I was there for a great for like a I thought that I thought that th- th- there was a plan and I felt like God was like <laughs> I just used you oh man you're stuck here and you're dead inside again and I remember just being like what like what and, and that's when I said I was like God like I hate this I I, I hate this and I I, I said I, I, I hate you I hate that I'm stuck here. I hate that I'm, I hate that, like, I'm working, I, I hate that my job is, like, get the pizza guy. You know, like, that's not what I do. That's not, like, it was so, and it sounds kind of dumb to, ha- to have, to, like, have, like, a fit over this, but it was just, it was, it was, where, it was where, it was where I was, and I got up, and I said, I'm done. There's, there isn't a thing left for me here to do. I don't have to be responsible or anything. I'm done. I don't want to act like I want to be here, so I'm going to go. And I basically got in my car, and I, and, and I, like, left, and I felt God say, dude, right now, get your butt back in confession, like, into confession right now. Like, God kind of goes, do this right now, Luke, right now. Do That's how, like, he speaks to me, okay? It's not like a – and then in my heart, it's like, hey, idiot, this thing right now, do that. And I was like, fine. And so, like, I go there, like, but I'm going to be really honest. I don't give a crap. Like, what you know, I mean, I was like, I'm going to say exactly what I, what I, like, told you, and I'm, you know – And this poor, like, priest, he's just, like, you know, expecting, like, nice, uh, like, nice, I'm old Catholics to come in and be, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and here's me going, I'm a mess. Um, And I basically um, told him, like, everything. And he goes, okay. um, So how is doing any of that going to solve any of your problems? And I was, like, it's not. And he goes, have you ever thought that, like, some of this just might be your cross for right now and there might be other things again that kind of like step back to say what do you have to endure for And i was like yeah, you're right and what i started what i really started to see after that point in time was i needed i needed healing i was keeping god like this because there wasn't really anywhere else to go besides in besides going to like the deep parts of my heart and say Luke, you got to like bring these, you need healing from these things. You have, you have to allow the gospel to impact your life in a real con, concrete way. The healing can come in the form of going to counseling, it can come in the form of like reading a book. There's all, um, it's, you know, and like when we're like healed, it's something, and I'm, I'm still trying to understand this, so if I'm wrong, please correct me, people with theology degrees. Um, I feel like when we're like healed, it's either like we restored or we are redeemed. And there, I'm sure there are other parts. But those are kind of two different things. Like when Christ, when he like as he resurrects, he still like has the wombs. They're there, but they've been conquered. But they're there. And, 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 and you can see like that happened. That's not going to change. That's not going away. And then there are like times when like our wombs, things are like restored. You, you know, like have the blind man who was in like, you know, like like able to uh, see. And I think for me – I'm still trying to like process this. I think I needed to be restored a little bit. There was a part of me that I just was like broken down through like a lot of bad relationships, through, um, you know, going through like a hard, going through like recession sucks, guys. It's really bad. Like I was, I was really blessed to have a good job, but it still is crazy. I, I remember, like, I had to, like, apply for this, like, one job. There were 325 applicants for one job that paid $32,000 a year for a weird Catholic company that doesn't even exist any, anymore. 325. Like, it was bad, and it was hard. And, and, and it – we can never escape the cross. It, like, we, like, it's always going to – but what, – what, what am I trying to say here? Um. It's not about things that are like easy. It's about things that are good, and you cannot escape pain. No matter how hard you might try, bad things. People are going. In, people in your life are going to die. Like it's going to. Ha- like I had to watch my sister. Like basically, like I like like put her head on my like on my dad's body and just kind of be like. She was in high school and having to just to deal with like her dad being dead. That image haunts me, and it still does to this day. But that's life. And God can actually work through these things, but it doesn't mean that they're not going to happen. Like the the, the cross happened. And the beautiful part about the cross is that it is that you actually like have the resurrection come out of it. But it doesn't mean that it's not going to like not going to not going to happen. And when we keep God at like arm's length, when we don't want to like embrace the pain in, in your, in your life. I'm not, I, I'm not saying stay there, but you have to at least acknowledge it. Kind of, like the guy who's like, where, where all of his friends break, like open the roof and he like drops down. And, um, and Christ says like, be like, you know, get, get up off of your mat and like and like walk. He had to acknowledge that he was broken, that is that is bad, that, like like that there was a problem. And I think for me, I was at a point where I didn't want to acknowledge that I had a whole bunch of problems because your twenties are freaking hard, you know. And I hadn't dealt with it. And God was like, the bill comes due always, you know. Like that'll make sense in in, 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 a, in about a year. Um, that was from a move that came out like a year afterwards. Um, it um, yeah. So I, I guess that's, that's all that I'm trying to say here is that if we I reach that point, and I'm not proud of what I said, but I'm glad that I glad that I experienced it, if that makes sense. And if we aren't willing to like, add, add, if we if we aren't willing to say, God, this is wrong, I'm hurt, this is really like screwed up, how can we allow God to actually like fix? Because God wants to heal all of us. Like, and that, again, healing comes in different forms. I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, like all of a sudden everything is going t- to be fine. It does happen. That hasn't been the case in like my life for the most part. But God does want you to, God does want to like heal us. And if we don't really go there, we're going to be stuck. And that leads to like anger and frustration. Because that's where I was mad I was stuck. So, okay, I'm done. Uh, we'll do the Q&A part. I hope this made sense. How was like Abby? Bad, good? Eh. It was all right. Okay, good. Yeah, I need that. I have a very, very fragile like ego. Um, thank you. Thanks, Father. All right. I want to start with this. Um, what do you mean by healing? What are some concrete what are some concrete things a uh, a What are some concrete things that a person could do? Okay, so healing is this. When, like, I'm, like, broken, and now I'm not in this area. Where there is pain, and now there's some form of, like, acceptance or, like, understanding, peace and love. Or, like, things are kind of, like, put back together a bit. Um, I want to make sure I, that, I, that, I, uh, that I really answer this. So, like, what are some concrete things you can do? If you're over the age of, like, 25 and haven't gone to counseling yet, it's time. Um, like, just go. Like, we're all, we're all, we're like, all like, narcissists. We all grew up in a crazy, pornified culture. You cannot tell me that you like, like going to high school with like access to like Instagram, that you're not screwed up. So uh, it's just not possible. Um, we all are broken. That's a really great uh, great, uh, great, way. Read, g- read good books. That really does help as well. Because like, at times, all we need is just some profound insight. Or just a way to, oh, I never thought about that. Listen to Catching Foxes. It's a podcast I heard that's really good. Um, Patreon.com slash CF. Um, I want money because I don't want a real job. Uh, I want that Matt Frad life. All right. Um, that's an insight. I'm Catholic joke. I am so sorry to everyone in the back who's like, boo. Um, um, okay, so like reading good books does, does help. Um, if you're not, if you feel like you want to grow in your, in your Catholic faith and you're not being like discipled by anyone, that's kind of on you. Um, we have this weird thing where I think sometimes we expect, like, others to come and, like, disciple me. and But, like, I don't disciple anyone who doesn't want to be, who's not going to – I don't mentor anyone who, like, really doesn't want to, like, be mentored. So, like, seek that out. Find, like, find the person that, like, you think is, like, kind of, like, in their faith and really cool. And be like, hey, Luke, can, can we, like, meet and talk for it? I just, like, you know, have some questions. Healing can, like, in, like, really small ways can – come about through that. And this will be the last thing I'll say about this. Be for some other. Go and be, like, profound healing comes in some really interesting ways when we just go out and are for others. So how can you do that? You guys have tons of time. I don't know, like, who here isn't married? Scream. Yeah, so that's like a lot of you. You have a crap load of time. I hate you. Um... Uh, like so much. Well, you don't father, but, uh, cause you're a priest and you have lot of stuff going on. Yeah. If, um, um, what am I trying to say? A great way to be for the other is Be one of those people who brings the Eucharist to people who are sick, like go and get off your butt and go and do that. It takes an hour a week. You'll be fine. You have the time. Um, that's a great way to be for some other, um, go out and like talk to the homeless. Like just hang out and like, talk to them. Learn their name. Take like five minutes. Talk to the person at work who's freaking weird. Um, it's weird some, like I can be that person. I'm like, you're talking because I'm weird, aren't you? Um, um, you know, like find a way to really be for the other and do not count the cost. Healing can come about through that in really small ways. Go and, go and, go and volunteer. Just go and do something that isn't about you. Take like Five minutes, not hashtag anything, Sarah. You know, and just go and like do something. And now it could be any Sarah. Um, inside joke, inside work. Uh, that was a joke between me and Sarah. I apologize, everyone. Um, yeah, okay, I'm done. Uh, next one. Uh, what are some specific areas that people need? Um, uh, that people like uh, need like healing in the in the? Oh, sorry. Where do people need um healing in today's? Culture, porn. Uh, porn, 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 porn. Uh, you all, I'm I'm so sorry, guys, that you all grew up in a pornified culture. It was not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that however you first like saw it. That's not your fault. But I, I would imagine 80 to 90% of the people in this room have been, Im, have been impacted in some way, whether it's through, like, a parent, whether it's through, like, a person you dated, whether it's through your own life and your, like, own exposure, porn. Um, Find healing, please. I am begging you. Talk to people. Like, they like, that's why you can't see God. Like, if you're, if, if you're kind of, if you have, like, a porn thing going on, like, I just don't really, like, see God, that's why, because who's able to see God, the pure of heart? If, got, if you have, like, a porn addiction can be really hard to do that and I, i'm I just don't see how you can grow up and if you were born after 83 i assume you've seen porn at least once I, I just don't see how it's possible for you to not like i really honestly don't um, so that is the that is the biggest thing by far hands hands down bar none now there are like other things that are very huge um especially like how our relationships have you know impacted us um we live in we live in a, like broken world, and we live in a world where like culture exists for a, like reason. They didn't just like do things to be a bunch of douches. Like there are like reasons why people did to, or why they had these norms because it like kind of, it kind of helped like good things be good, I guess. And that's kind of all. And like right now, it's just all like who knows what. Um, and so what you have is like a bunch of brokenness ton and so like how have the relationships in your life i think that that too how has that um damaged me and that's where i think you really need counseling a lot is that and there's and there's a i think what most people want they tend to think oh if if i'm really like if i'm really into my catholic faith i need to go to spiritual direction which is good but no you don't you just i mean, you need a mentor and you probably need a bit of counseling and then once you have like a prayer life and you're starting to like g- g- you know like grow a bit, and you see, like, other areas where God can speak, then you have a spiritual director. But for the bulk of it, I think we just, I mean, we just, I mean, i and we need to go to, ca- I know it sounds odd, but, like, and if you need, to, like, help with that, um, there's some really great Catholic things out there that are super cheap that I would love to I'll talk to you guys about. That I'm pretty sure still exist. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, porn, porn, porn. And that's <laughs> weird to say on, on, a, on a mic out loud, especially down here. Um... You really haven't lived until you've been the awkward guy standing outside of the porn store down there, because like, because like all your high school friends are just like inside, and you're like, well, I didn't thought I'd be standing outside tonight, but here I am. Um, it's great. <laughs> it's a joke. I mean, it did happen, but like, um, it just yeah. I mean, it's like it's impacted everyone. I just I don't see how um, if you've seen it and you haven't can't say that I've been. If you can't point towards the fact that you've been like healed from that, you haven't been then. It's impacting your own psyche somehow. Like it's it's a big deal. Uh, probably the best place to go and find out stuff about that is in is the in integrity restored or the love people use use the love people use things podcast by Matt Fradd. We're about to have um more stuff in the, in the like Archdiocese, but we're about like a year off from that really being a thing. But it is going it is going to come. I've been blabbing. Let's move on. Um Okay, I gave a bunch of examples about hearing calls to do stuff—some long-term, some short-term. Which of these do I find easier to execute? Is either more important to you than the other? Oh, this is good. Okay, okay so, so like, like long-term stuff. Um, you know, we're we're talking about like going to a place to like get a uh, job, blah blah blah, and then like short-term going to confession. This is a good. Good, good job. Whoever wrote this. Um, which one is you like easiest to, uh, to execute? Um, everyone is different. I'm a shoot first, ask questions later kind of a guy. I will just do anything, like sure, and never think twice about it. Like I'll sign that, like I'm a loan thing for eighteen thousand dollars. Who cares? Free car. Um, that's what two thousand one was like. It was crazy. Like they were giving out like eighty thousand dollar loans to eighteen year olds, and I was like sure. Um, who doesn't love a 2001 Honda? Um, turns out now no one. Um, <laughs> short-term stuff is, like, going to, um confession, is super important. Especially, like, I mean, that is, like, that is, that's, what do the sacraments, like, do? Elevate and they heal. So if you are in a place where you really need, if you really, I'm gonna, if you really like, if you really, like, need, Healing, especially from a past like a past like sin, and you're not in a state of grace. Go, 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 go. go. Um, they're both important. Like uh, the short-term stuff is is extremely important, but the long-term stuff as well. It is good to kind of have a plan. That's where, like, I lack, because I love not having a plan. It's super fun. I love working in a restaurant where it's just, like, crazy. All stuff all the time. Like, who knows what is going to happen. I love it. It's the best. I prefer, I I love being in, like, schools where they're about to, like, close down. I think that is so thrilling. I don't like being in a place where it's like, and, you know, like, let's just, like, have the assembly today. I'm like, I'd rather die. Um, Instead, I'm like, let's beg people to, like, keep it open. And if it's fine, it's like, well, that's boring. Um, So... What am I trying to say here? Um, having a plan is really—I think that it's kind of hard to do, especially if you are like me. That's where I have to—that's where I have to like die, to, die a bit to myself. But the other side of that is some people where we like plan t- too much; it can kind of become too hard to act, and like acting is really important as well. So, so like really have long-term stuff in mind, have a goal, have a plan. Work your plan. And be. don't be scared of when things screw up. Because, again, take that step back and be able to see, the, like, the huge thing. God does work. And sometimes it, it's just, it's hard. Sometimes it's like, I don't know where God was. It's kind of there. And it can take, like, years. And we might not know until we're dead. But that's what faith is as well. It's just, I really believe, I, there, are things that, there are things that I've done where I've just been like, I cannot believe that this, like, was this, what was the point of this? And, I just had a girl like last, like last. I mean, so like I have this podcast. I think it's okay. At times, I think it sucks because I'm like way too. I'm self righteous. And this girl last night stopped me in the hallway and is like, because of your because of your podcast, I'm I'm still Catholic. I was about to quit and just walk away. And I heard you, and I just you know like through like hearing 140 episodes of ours for some odd reasons. Poor girl heard all of them, and she's like, I decided to stay I'm Catholic. And I was like, oh my gosh, this thing that like. At times I'm like, "What is the point of this? Like, you never know what God is going to do." And this is like a nice girl who's like not screwed up like me and everyone else who listens to our, po- our podcast. So um, all right, I, I tried to, to answer that the best I could. We'll see. If, um, okay, I tend to find a rational explanation for most things in the world without, without acknowledging God's plan. How can, how can I welcome God more in? to my life when my natural inclination is to is to like is to like not feel like I need his involvement so it's very easy so I guess what 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 this person is asking is like if I feel like I don't need God what do I do to like realize that like I need God you need to seek him because it's very easy to keep God at arm's length or to be just, like, busy enough that I'm good. You get a good job. You've got a good place. You have a, if you have a spouse or a good on vocation. Like, things are kind of good. That's when it's easiest to kind of, like, think, oh, I'm fine. If, and if that's kind of your natural thing, to just, like, not really, like, seek God, you have to just, this is, this is what I would say to do. Take every day and just be quiet for, like, a minute. And kind of like add on that a bit and just take a, just take one or like 1 to 2 minutes a day and just be quiet. That's where God is like in God is profoundly in the silence of our lives. In like really cool ways. And so that's a good way to just stop and say God, this is this is where you are. I'm just going to like be quiet here for 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 a, a bit and it's just you're, you're going to start to see God more. Is what, is what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Yeah? Sure? Yeah? Yeah. This light is, just, I'm killing with, with this, like, sweater. I'm so sorry, everyone, right here. Um, I curse a lot to myself. Yes! Not, not at people, but I kind of enjoy cursing. I love you, who, uh, whoever wrote this. Do you, do you think God minds? Ooh, okay, okay. Do you think, so the old I'm a cursing thing, I love this. If it's gratuitous, yes. Uh, if it's the g d word yes, that is the worst thing a person can possibly say in my opinion I can, uh, there's one other word that i really don't don 't unlike, but that to me is like worse than the f word um, but if you 're doing it because you think it's like h- um, hilarious and it's just like doesn't have a point, eh, that, gets, that can be like a bit of much and, it's just, and, a, and a, especially the context as well so like a thing like this, I always like to throw in the like uh, fun curse word, but like I don't know half of you, and I don't want to, like, offend you, or, nor, do, nor do I want to cause scandal. On my podcast, it's got an explicit uh, tag. And we try to not do it. And there are times when I do it because it's funny. Um, but we do it when we feel like we want to get a point across, and it just kind of gets, gets it gets, across. It it a, a I, would I wouldn't curse on our podcast if that tag was not there because I don't want people to, like, be in their car with their with their kids. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, like, effing sucks, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and they're all like, what? My kids heard this. I'm like, S- joke's on you. Um, like, I mean, also, <laughs> I get, <laughs> this has happened if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> I'm just like. I'm like, I was in the car with my kids, and you said, I'm like, did you read the thing about the pot? Like, it literally says, like, we say stupid crap on here. Don't listen with, with kids. Um, so, yeah, like, con- so one, con- the context, context and your intent. Uh, what is the weirdest moment you experienced with the Chinese students? <laughs> All right, we're, 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 we're gonna do this. All right. And I told my boss about this, okay? So everyone knows. This is, he's like, Virtue says like no issue. There was this kid. I, I'm not going to say his name, but there was this kid. He's like a weird kid, but a good kid. I really loved him. Um, he had a rash. And he comes in the room at like 1 in the morning. We live, I'm next door to each other. And you're like, knock, knock, knock. Hang at the cat, you know, like that. I'm like, yeah, I like... Hey, man, what's up? He goes, I have a rash. He goes, here, here, and here. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what did you just do? Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, and I was like, I need to call the, uh, and I was like, okay, I'll go to the store. I will find you stuff for that, for that, for that rash. Um, holy crap, this is the weirdest. It was so just like, oh, my gosh. I did not think that was going to happen. Like, it was, it was so quick. It was just like, bam, bam. And I was like, oh, boy. So I, like, called my boss. Like, hey, I want you to know this this. Happen, I'm going to, like, get him some stuff, and I'm going to go back to bed. And let's never speak of it again until five years later at a random bar in Dayton, Ohio. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, How do you make a woman happy? Uh, Don't be an idiot. Uh, And ask her out. some. ask her out, for the love of God. Um, Like, get rejected, please. I mean, come on. Live a little. Um... Does it get easier um, to listen to God when everything is is like like falling apart? How can what can we do to ease the process? It doesn't. It doesn't. It just kind of depends. I got dumped a lot. Uh, I'm not kidding. Not really. Not a lot. Twice. Um, and I remember being so. My school and in college has this thing called the port. It's this beautiful like adoration, ch- chapel. It's it's very cool. And I was going through like. Everyone always has like a friend who gets dumped really hardcore, and I decided to be that guy. I was like, I'm going all in on this. I'm going to like, you know, be like, what is the meaning of life? We did it for three months, and now it's over with. I was in love. And it's uh, two years to get over it. Um, and and uh, I remember just being like, God, just send someone here to help me. And it was just like a whole lot of nothing. And everything I asked of God, he was like, nope, nope, because like, you need to grow up, Luke. And like, so like, like really, like, it's like it's time to grow up. That's that's what I think. That's how God only used that. Was He's like, it's time to grow up, and I was like, no, it's not. So it dragged out for a long time. But um, uh, so sometimes like there is a conflict where it's 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 not it's not math. Okay, so it's not like I do this and then I get that. that. That 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 like does happen because there is like reason and there is. But sometimes it just takes time. Um. There was one of my best friends in school. The exact opposite of me, he's handsome. Uh, he had a practical major. Uh, he went to class. Um, he saved his money. Um, he didn't get too attached. Um, and at anytime I was going through a hard thing with girls, which was about once every three months, um, Adam would like. I, I remember being in a church out in Europe. Long story, why we were there, but we were all there. And I'm like, God, Adam's going to be here, it, like, it, like, isn't he? And Adam just, like, shows up out of nowhere. And I was like, I'm having a hard time. And he's like, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> like, being attracted to her doesn't mean you're in love. Um, I had, I got, it took me about 27 to get that, like, right. Then I was golden. Um, and I was like, being single is great. Um, uh, what, what, what the point of, of that? Okay, so I knew in certain things how God was going to work and how he wanted to, to like, speak to me and that only really came through going in there and like actually like doing it and then so it like anything sometimes it just takes time and you'll start to see how God talks to, to, to you and that's what really eases it i to make sure that I really like um, especially when like things when things like falling up, when things start to like fall uh, fall apart you just have to do it and sometimes I'm not saying tell God that you hate him that wasn't a good thing that I did that. What was good was that I was like, this is bad, right? Like, I'm not insane. Like, this is bad. And getting to that point where I'm like, hey, this is broken. My back is broken. This thing, like, whatever. Like, my heart is, my heart is broken. My dreams are broken. Um, we need to acknowledge that. And then we need to get up off our mat and walk. And that's hard. And that takes time. And that takes t- trust. And I've often wondered what happened to that guy after the fact. Did he get paralyzed again? Was he healed again? Was it an ongoing thing? Was it a one time and like he was done? I don't know. But keep struggling. The greatest thing a priest ever told me when I was, when I was having one of my, like Luke Fitz, was, keep, was to keep struggling. And that changed my life, that whole thing. So, like Live in that tension and bring God there, but always be trying to push towards, toward like, toward like healing. And sometimes you, you have to fake it just until you make it. And time actually helps. It's c- kind of crazy. So, good question. Um, do you think the? Bu- I love where this is going. Do you think the bubble of Steubenville impacted your perception of the post graduation world? How? Yes, yes, very, very much so. Um, okay, so first, because it's being recorded, I love that, I love that school a lot, um, like a lot, like t- too much. Like I cried when I when like I left, like it was hard. Um, there's this thing in the church in our world right now that I am obsessed with called the Anima Technica Vac. vac- I'm almost ready to have like a tinfoil hat when I, when, I, when I talk about it. I am obsessed. Um, I'm not going to go like into it too deep, but it's basically it's this. At its core, it is the separation of, of like grace and nature. So it's or theology and philosophy. And what tends to happen is I think we, is, is like we basically isolate God and then we isolate the rest of the world. So we don't see how God can actually impact my own my like, like like own life, and then like in like in the world we only see like we only see God as this cute thing that like my weird cousins end, into. And the weird part about some of our Catholic like stuff that we're in is we tend to isolate grace, so it's just all about quote unquote like it's, it's about quote unquote God, but not about the real world. So I think where I had a hard time without at school was I was very well I was very well catechized, but I was not prepared for like life. I I was I didn't have like I didn't have what I would call like a human formation while I was there. I think this is true of of like a lot of Catholic of of a lot of the bubbles that are like out there. We just make it about like the faith. But it's more about ideas as opposed to like my real lived day to day like life, and that's why I think having a thing like 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 a plan is so important. And that's where the hard part is. It's that we think that oh, I'm like I'm like with this girl because it's what God wants. It could be, or because you have like because you, you have like hormones, and it was spring and it was springtime, and she looked good, and you started the date. And that's and God was like, cool, have fun. Don't don't be an idiot. Oh, you're an idiot. Um, you know, and then and then we're like, why God? When he's like, because you have free will. Like, you know, I mean, like, we don't acknowledge that like grace was upon a nature, and God wants to work in our lives, but you have freedom. Like, and that's where and I really wrestled with that for a long time. Like, what does like what does God's will actually mean? And I think I wanted the whole like robot thing where just God be like, and now it's this. Because I wanted to feel like safe, I didn't want to have to take a risk. I don't. I don't have to work for it. like. If you, if are called to be like a doctor, God's not going to go in. Now you're a doctor. Like you got to go to like medical school and like work, and it's it's hard. If if you want to if you want to um, be a principal, you either go to like you know grad school, or you become the principal of a really small school in the middle of nowhere, and it's hard. But it's like, it's like real life stuff. Does that make sense? And I think with interim Catholic little things. We forget that, and we just make it about more of these ideas that we really, really like, but we're not really engaging it with our, like, real, our like, like, with our own real day-to-day life. So does that make sense again? Abby, yeah? You're not even paying attention, are you? You're not even Abby. Not anything. Okay. Um, what's the most awkward thing you have done on a date? Are you on good terms with your exes? Where did this come from? All right, am I had good terms with my exes. No, no. Um, yeah, like sometimes um, you can find that. You can, like, fi- you can like find. You can find healing. I think a lot of times, we, like we want to find healing from our our like um, past like relationships. It really should be outside of the context of that person. Very rarely does like the like coffee thing ever like work. It's usually because someone in there is like in a kind of a mood and wants to use the other person like if i'm being honest like you know what i mean like like read read between the lines um awkward silence after that um i've you know i have like patched things up but other ones like what's the point like we like there's like one ex-girlfriend where like ended horribly she sent me like 80 text messages because i was just like i'm Like, I'm, like, done with you. Like, this is just, like, too weird, and it's not going to work. And it was, like, I was, like, this is why. And so I just never talked to her again. I was, like, I'm good. And so I had a little bit too much to drink. Like, six months later, I was, like, you know who I need to call over and over again is her and tell her what I really feel. And it was not good. Um, And Like, so, again, healing of those things, very rarely does that involve the other person. Very, very really. And I think you can become friends, but only really kind of after you, like, have that. And sometimes you can't. Sometimes it's not really a good idea, because you just, like, you, like, have a bond, you have a good click, There is there is, like, a reason why it did end. What's the most awkward thing I've done on a date? Um, So I went on a date with a girl here. I didn't do this, but this is very weird. And she spent the whole time kind of, like, telling me things about herself that I was like, wow, you're, you know nothing about me, do you? Um, I, I don't find people who like to do crazy things like that attractive. I go to Steubenville. It's very weird. Um, and so it was so bad. And at the like at the like end of the night, she goes, "Do you ever smoke black and mild?" And I was like, "Sure." And we just like sat in the, we sat in the parking lot of the Krispy Kreme over on Dorothy Lane and smoked like a black and mild. it was just like the, um, tobacco. It wasn't anything bad in it. And I was like, this is the worst date I've ever been on. And it's like, and this is like the trashiest thing I've ever done on a, on, a, on a date. And we are never going to talk, talk again. And we didn't. And she is now known with all my friends as the black and mild chick. So, um, yeah, that's true thing happened in 2002. Um, do your 20s ever stop being insane or do you just turn 30? Yes. Like, it, it um, especially, like, when you're, I love, um, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it doesn't ever stop. Um, because life doesn't stop. There is, you, you won't ever cross the goal line. You don't ever spike the ball. You die. And then, like, hopefully things go relatively well for you after that. Um. Like you don't ever hit a point where, you're like, and I've done life, everyone. And I'm like, woo! Life. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, I mean, I there are like ways where I have grown in such profound ways, and there are ways when I have like gone back to being like an immature twelve year old boy. Um, it 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 just it doesn't ever stop being insane, but it does get better if you try to grow. If you try to grow as a person, if you try to be more mature. Like I'm kind of at the point right 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 now where I'm like. I can't have any more than two drinks a night or I am exhausted. <laughs> like, I am – I just – I, mo- I mean, for the most part, I can't do that anymore because that's if – I, if I kept doing that, it would be kind of sad. I've done that the past t- two weekends, but there is context. Um, I, was on, I was, like, on a conference, and we, like, had a bunch of, like, wedding stuff for, for people who were – I'm getting married. We were all, like, hanging out. Um, why, why am I trying to, like – I'm going to justify myself to all of you. I don't care <laughs> what you think. Yeah. Um so like again like just like trying to grow in real and practical ways really trying to form good habits things like that super important. Um okay, do you suggest particular books, talks online, catching foxes, prayers or like other like other media, catching foxes that could help someone in the um, a desperate position you were in to come to terms with their with their um, with the with their situation? With God, Father Mike Schmitz, his like his like videos are phenomenal. Um, I suggest you guys check them out. He's he's just he's awesome. He's he was great. Check out those uh, those things. There's a book that that I like read that really helped me out, uh, called the spirituality of struggle. The spirituality of struggle. I don't remember who wrote that, but that really helped. There's a book like relevant books. This might not be around anymore. They they're the ones behind uh, like, like relevant magazine. They have a book about just getting through your twenties. That for me was really helpful. They kind of just helped me like like have a plan for a bit and just like really hash those things out. So just really try to find there. There is stuff out there. You just kind of like have to uh, have to try to find it. Um, Matt, if you struggle with certain like pornography or those other things, find Matt Fratt's stuff, tell him that, like, I sent you and you're good. Um, other good podcasts, ca- uh, Catholic stuff you should know is the best one, hands down, by, by far. Ours isn't bad. Um, yeah, so I hope that helps. Don't go to EWTN. There's probably anything good on there. Um, I'm just kidding. It's fine. And I'm just Malik or Arroyo for his whole, like, you know, what um like, what young people know about God? And I was like, oh, it is on, good, good sir. Um that's a joke again uh what is an example of a fun date night in idaho going to the one chinese restaurant in an hour and a half uh, an hour and a half like radius that's about it um uh, okay is it good to go to church sometimes okay cool so how does no no i i I see what the person is saying so like going to church okay let's talk about this um the sacraments elevate, and they, like, also, like, heal. So, going to Mass is, like, very, very awesome and very, very good, especially once a week. Um, <laughs> on a select day, like, seriously, go. Like, do not deny yourself God's, God's grace. I used to kind of skip it sometimes because I wasn't raised to go every week, and I was like, oh, I'm tired. And, uh, and, and I was, like, an idiot when I was young because I am a Carrie. Um, we're very dramatic. Uh, so... And, 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 I, and, I, and I told a priest that I, like, skipped mass, and he's like, do not um, deny yourself God's, God's grace. And I was like, oh, that's a good line. That is a good line. Um, and now I finally used it 13 years later. Um, so go. But then I really think going during the week is great as well. If it works within your schedule. And, and here's what I mean. like, Don't try to build... Don't try to like make God fit into your schedule, but also don't be like unrealistic. Okay, so here's what I mean by that. I think it's very important that you have a that you have like a personal prayer life and you really develop your like only relationship with God. I think it's of paramount in, 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 in importance. And if it comes to that, if your only like option. Is to like pray or to perhaps go to mass during the week. I would recommend, especially early on, pray, and then if you have time, do try to try to like go to mass like once or twice a week. As like you know, like build build. Let God drive your let God drive your schedule, but have but have your schedule be practical. Does that make sense? So like don't you need friends you need community we need less weird catholic people and like hanging out with people helps you be less weird and we're all weird because we're trying to be catholic and it's freaking hard okay so don't like isolate yourself because you want to be able to go to mass does that make because like you're denying the world you and that's very, and that, and, and you're really um, denying yourself the chance to be formed as, as like, as, um, as, as a person. Because the best way to like, be formed is to really freaking hard crap. Like that's where it happens the most. Is when things are terrible and you're trying, and God is there with you. It's when the cross, like, don't let a fear of the of the cross prevent you from like living your life. Don't rob other people of you because you don't want to get hurt that's why I get so annoyed when guys don't ask out girls because it comes from like what if she like says no who the hell cares like you're the same person like it doesn't matter I'm really passionate about this you really can't tell so um if you like don't have a girlfriend and you're like here tonight Abby's right there go and get her number okay like like it's not that like don't be afraid to, like, ask someone. out. Anyway, I'm really passionate about this. Um, life is super fun when you're, like, in crazy relationships. It's a blast. Um, like, how did we get here? I don't know. We talked about the worst thing that happened at the school that I would never tell to a group of strangers, and I did. Um, I threw all my exes, like, under the bus. Oh, there was one um, all right, so if, you, if somehow you were like, this is great, I want to hear an hour of this at least once a once a week with this other guy who's a completely narcissist. Uh, <laughs> Catching Foxes is a podcast I started out of pure desperation because I thought my life was like over at the age of 32. And I was like, I need a podcast where I can just say whatever the heck I want. And so me and my buddy, his name is like Michael Gormley. He goes by Gomer. If you went to a Steubenville conference in the past 15 years. He probably spoke at one. Um, we talk about the intersection of faith. We just talk about like life and, um, it's been really cool. We, we have like great, we've, we've had some awesome guests on there, Matt Frad, Father Mike Schmidt, Leah, Leah Amadero, the guy from like Under Oath, who was a cool Christian emo band back in the early aughts. Um, a lot of things that like I care about that like are like main demographic don't, but like, oh, it's actually kind of, kind of cool. So, um, Catching iTunes, uh, if you think we're awesome and you want us to, like, keep it going and allow me to, like, quit my job and do it full-time, full, full thank you. I love you. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash CF. Um, yeah. Thank you, guys. This was awesome. God bless you. Dayton, Ohio, freaking rocks. It's amazing. It's a really great see this year. I didn't stay home because, actually, like, when I was right out of school, I promised that I'm done, Abby. Um, I, like, hung out with... The Catholic group, and it was like just very odd. And I was like, I can't stay home. And it really, like, I'm sucked. So to be able to be here tonight with like a group of like really cool, like cool people who are trying to like live their faith in like real, like ways here and here, and I'm dating, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start to cry means the this means the world to me. It's like the greatest thing that I've ever done. So I'm not saying that the quality was good, but for me, this was awesome. Like, <laughs> this sucked, let's be very honest here. Um, but uh, this has been very cool. Thank you guys very much. Go to Grocery Market and get a killer get a killer brownie night and look for my picture on the wall. Thank you guys. God bless you all. Thank you.